and shit. Yeah. The intentions, I guess, like the full explanation mm-hmm. is kind of like out the window. Like that's what everybody do. Everybody do that. Like no matter how long a conversation lasts, like you get in an argument with your girl, right? Like you leave her. Like, I wanted to say this. This is the point I was trying to make, but and you figure out a better way to articulate that hours later. Yep. Like damn. And you can't bring that conversation back because mm-hmm. you've been there and done that. And then, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, man, uh, check it out, check you it roll? out, man. Yeah, we live. Um, let's. Yo, yo, yo! I got my mic back, motherfucker. Uh, yo, yo, yo! What it is? What it do? We live from Taste Lounge, and this is the Family Meal Podcast. Uh, everybody fight. Every fuck it. Everybody out the door. Uh, we gonna start clean slate. Um, got a couple familiar faces, voices. Have you uh, tune in? You know, we got the homie Nick, we got the homie Adam. What's up, people? What's up? That he go fucking caveman voice. <laughs> <up. Just laughs> <nigga> <laughs> um, we, you know, uh, like I said, it's just us. We hanging out, uh, having a couple of drinks, a uh, little convo. I actually, don't have a drink. Got water. That's 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 healthy. All right, we're going to switch that up. We're going to some <laughs> <I'm> carbonated water. <laughs> Bud Light water, carbonated. I'm cool with the water. You know what I'm saying? But just a good old Monday um, in the neighborhood. You dig? Shout out to Mr. Rogers, man. Um, All right, P. It was a hell of a fucking weekend. Uh, yesterday, we got Game of Thrones, season eight, episode three. Mm-hmm. We also got Avengers in game this weekend. Oh, y'all want to see me? I saw, yeah, I saw Avengers yesterday. Okay. Um, it was good? It was. Mm-hmm. I guess, I'm, and, uh, my thing is, I saw both of them in the same day, so I've been kind of comparing the end game versus season, well, episode three. And I don't know, man. I think, I think episode three is better than end game. Wow. My dog Josh working the cameras and shit, man. He's hitting the lights. He's like, get it popping, man. Look at this shit. Fucking universal Josh, man. Universal Jazz. Toragano, my dog. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, uh, Endgame and fucking Game of Game Thrones, Thrones, episode three, episode three, season eight. I think it was better than Endgame. I haven't seen Endgame yet, but last night, like I was saying before we got on, I was a little underwhelmed by the show, like. I, I mean, a lot happened. A lot happened fast to where I need to watch it again to make sure I feel how I feel. But right now, I just feel like I needed more. Like, I feel like they could have gave me more death of major characters, maybe. Because that's what I was expecting. But And also, I just, I just wanted the Night King to be more, I guess... I want the attack it. I mean, not attack. Aggressive. Who's the nineteen? So he kind of like the nigga. That's he the nigga. Mm. He the, the ultimate fucking the, the back. I thought he was. Went out like a bitch. Oh, he got killed, bro. He, he's been around since season one. We've we've heard rem, remnants of him since season two. Mm. Which was something that you know you should really watch, but you should wait three more weeks to watch it. That way you can watch it all at once. I mean, if you start right now, you can. Yeah, you, you can, By the time you catch up, you'll be in the right spot. I like medieval times and learning about um, that era of life, but I don't know. I just haven't took time out to watch the show. And I, like, wouldn't, even give it, yeah, I wouldn't even give it the medieval times. It's really some other shit. 
It's different. It's kind of hard to explain. But on some lighter news, though, um, and I wish T was here, but oh well, I don't know if y'all watch Breakfast or listen to Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our local celebrities got oh. a really, really good accolade today. Oh, yes. I saw that on Twitter when it was two, three days ago. So really, got dunk at a day today. What happened? So Rita sent her child to school in the lift. Yeah, I seen that on the the talk of the real. You probably saw that motherfucker everywhere. Wow, I didn't know it got. I didn't know it got that big. Man, she's actually the popular bounce chick. And again, I wish T was here. T, the our inside on bounce music, shit like that. Uh, I just heard about that. I heard about the story. She did what? She put her kid in a lift for the dick. And she, I guess, she really did it for real. She did it for real. <laughs> so she wasn't feeling well, so she put the kid in the lift, and the lift driver took the kid to the shelf. Yeah, he told he told her he didn't feel comfortable doing this, and she insisted on him doing it anyway. So, so instead of bringing the child to school, he brought him to the sheriff's. But I feel like if I'm the if I'm the lift driver, I'm not even going to take the kid in my car. I'm like, right. no, you got to figure this out. Oh no doubt. Yeah, like, you're not getting in this some car. kind of policy with with lift. Oh yeah, you can refuse people. Right. So why would he even? I mean, listen, I'm not putting the blame on him. But still, I, mean, I feel you. Homie also charged her for the ride. <laughs> oh yes, he did. Homie yes, he did. Uh, Twitter, Twitter verified uh, that. Yeah, he, 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 he charged he her with the move. The, the ultimate move, <laughs> straight like that. Oh, you gonna learn today? Uh, Your so, child ain't gonna learn, but you will. But so I'm assuming. Learn. So we're against this. Like you, that was a bad idea. Like everybody yeah, says that. That's just. As a parent, I mean, I don't have, I don't have any kids. I don't have kids, and I don't know her situation. But it's also one of them things. Right, I don't know her situation. If the kids didn't go to school, what are the repercussions for that? I, I think I don't know. Somebody was uh, on the talk was saying, oh, maybe she was tr- being irresponsible by trying to be responsible because, like, the child has to go to school. Right. But I don't feel like taking taking the kid to school. So she, but she was irresponsible by putting the kid in the lift. Yeah, lift. And, and you know, was, you never know because mm-hmm. she, they was in Shellmet. Okay. Fucking kids, school is around it's eight, like here. eight miles. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like in this, it's in this area. So and it was a five year old. It's five or seven. That's know. that's super young. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's just according again, T ain't here, but T like homie, like a little grown up. He's a, he's a very mature young man, from what I've heard. I don't know anything about the kid, but you yeah, that's know, true. But he's still trying to hop in the lift, like, "Yo, just make this lap up here." Now you tripping? It's cool. And homie was like, "Nah, man, you're too young." So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't but know. If, if, if the situation would have got dangerous, just because he's mature, wouldn't have, exactly. it wouldn't have done anything, exactly. right? And I read something about that the other day. It was like, if say, for instance, you know, you got all this dude information, but what if it wasn't him? You know, and like you, you could say whatever because there are plenty of people in this world, I'm sure, who use their brother car and their brother name, but they the ones driving, and they just tell a person, you know, so whatever. Even though the picture's there, Listen. some people don't care. They're so drunk, they just want Listen. their ride home. Listen, we get Uber Eats delivered to this place, or not like Uber Eats picks up from him. Like, mm-hmm. We have been to Uber Eats, whatever. You know how many times we in the back and we get we get the picture of the person, we get the vehicle, we get how long they gonna take before they pull up and everything. You know how many times? A whole different situation. What man? They had a dude on the on the on the tablet. They said he gonna pull up on a bike. Mm-hmm. 
homie pull up in a car with all the windows bust out with trash bags on that bitch. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah. People's gonna bike. And I was like, well, fuck, I guess I would probably not ride a bike in this weather either, but you still ain't got no windows. Man, I had this, um, well, it wasn't my situation, but one of my coworkers, um, one of the clients she worked with, the mom, um, the mom let the kid, well, I guess the kid, the kids were at the bus stop waiting on the bus to come, right? And a car pulled up and said, hey, your kid goes to my school. Um, you can, I'll give you a ride to school. And the kid never made it to school. Well, the kid made it to school, but made it there two hours late. Like, who knows what happened? I'm, uh, there's also a lot of information that's missing from the story, but but think about how crazy crazy that is. Wait, so the mom was like, all right, go, go you can do that? No, and I'm guessing the mom just wasn't paying attention. Like, I'm, I'm guessing the mom was not looking out the window, making sure that the kid is cool. I guess the, the kid was just at the bus stop by, by himself. And got in the car with this person, a lady who pulled up and said, "Hey, um, you and my kid goes to the same school. You can get in the car with me." But the kid didn't get to school until two hours later. And like a whole, you know, as counselors, a whole lot of shit happens after that. That's wild. So you like, so, that's what we did as teenage kids, or if Adam on his way to school or some shit. Like, you want to school? Yeah, but. Not right now. Yeah, you know, like, like our generation, like the word "stranger" was so, like, scary. Like I, I'm not talking to you if I don't know you when I'm ten. Man, I, I had a I had a situation happen to me like that when was I in high school? I might have been on my way to high school, but I'll never forget this day. So I'm supposed to be going to the Grand, as all us East people know. That was the spot to be at at that time. So I'm on my way to the movie theater. And my cousin was supposed to come get me. He never come, or he wasn't answering the phone or something. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to just walk, catch the bus, catch the late four. So I'm walking up Bullet. And I get to, what is that? Almost Bullet in the service room. This random guy, first he comes, he, he drives by me, and he slows down. His windows up, I don't really see him. And I'm like, all right, they kind of look like my mom a friend truck. Then he hit the block and come back. I'm thinking it's him. When he rolled the window down, he was like, hey, man, where you going? I had no clue who the fuck this man was. Mm-hmm. And I could tell he was some kind of fucking weirdo because he was like, I don't know. He had no reason to be talking to me. Mm-hmm. So he's like, hey, man, where you going? I was like, I'm about to go to the movies. And he was like, well, yeah, where you going? Who you going to meet? I was like, my friends. He was like, all right, I'll give you a ride. And I don't know if it was just that deep blackness in me or what, but I fucking ran. Like, I immediately, like, I ain't take no chances with nothing. I ran all the way to the McDonald's. Oh, man, that boy put that fear, that, that, that pool hole ticket when you <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, got a, I got a related experience, right, that, that's similar to the situation. That was, that was the worst. Me, me and my homie was in, in, in Atlanta in, in high school, and um, we, we were at the mall. And I guess, like, the, the girl, she couldn't, she was looking for a car or something. So she legit gives me like a brand new baby, like a baby that you still have to hold. Like, could you could you watch my child for a second? And then like another, like I don't know, like a seven year old. And mind, I'm 16 at the time. I just don't want to be seen in the mall. Like I got kids, girls walking. <laughs> but it was me and, and and my partner. She legit looked for her car for like 30 minutes. I'm like, damn. Like, what does my face 
says that like I must look like a really nice person. So you had no clue who she was. No, she just she just gave me a clue. Look, you stay watch him too, but I'll be right back. Just just That's know. crazy. Bro. And mind you, I'm a I'm a kid. I'm sixteen at this time. Uh, <laughs> like what what makes you think she I'm gonna happened. sit right here? What happened? Nothing she found. She, a she got out. a car and came back. Like mm-hmm. did she pull up to y'all when yeah. she got the car? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, like, here, you're welcome. People crazy, man. But that's kind of the same situation with the. I mean, it's not with the lift, but just I don't, I don't know. Like people just put maybe too much trust in other people when they come down. To people the- are too trusting with their children, and like. When did that start, dude? I mean, that's, I blame it. I honestly, I blame I it on this. Thing. I don't it's not it's everything, and it's, it's not everybody. Happens, but it's not yeah, like a most thing. People, but black people, especially. You put so much fear in your kid's heart right. about strangers, about shit like that, right. and then to get to, I guess, the point where you either being a parent to that kid who could be affected, or like you to that kid, you, mm. you got so much fear in your heart just from your mama going at you yeah. or whatever. To you what couldn't I, open the door you, if, if, unless it was her at the door. Fucking with you, you better call the house phone like my mama said. She said she gonna call two times. She gonna knock sixteen exactly. times. What I'm gonna do? You ain't doing anything. I don't know who you is. You're tripping. My mama used to say, I don't yeah. care if it's Jesus Christ at the door. My mama always mm-hmm. said, not open that door. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait for Jesus. I'm like, watch this nigga show up. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking watch him come. And I'm be like, how Jesus did show up now. So that's crazy. We come from that era of parenting to now. Because uh, I, bl- I honestly, I blame, I blame social media because it makes everybody want to be social. Everybody wants to be friends. And don't get me wrong, that's cool. But People become with social media is like everybody's like, all right, we're yeah, we're cool, we're, we're social media friends. I know her, but you don't really know these people. Mm. You don't know nothing about these people. Go back to the conversation we had previously, man. What you feel like that? And it's the weirdos that'll be in your DMs and comment on every pic and like every pic and shit like that. And you see them in public, they don't say shit to you. Not one word. Can't even look you in the face. Nope. And, but then, exactly. but and then they'll, and like then they'll send you a message immediately after seeing, like, "Hey, I saw you." Right. Hey, I saw so you're you. saying so? So disconnection we have with social media has made us less cautious to strangers. Yes, it has. Right. It has. Less cautious to. Stranger than I guess maybe real life shit. Right? Oh yeah, people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it like it was real. Right, like you before know? social media, really would have never thought to do something like that. Is what pretty much. You think so? Hmm. I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. I'm gonna say I yes. I don't know anything about her. I don't know. I couldn't judge her character. I could not. I I'm saying just based on what you're saying. You saying he, he partly blames it on social media because of social media. We feel like we know people more than. We really we re- do exactly so that made us more cautious in reality with people. So you saying before social media, she wouldn't have made a decision like that. I mean, I'm assuming. I'm assuming. I, I mean, I I I I'll say that yeah, because it's just weird to me because like like he said, like our parents, it could be anybody. Mm-hmm. You can't open the door. You don't trust people. You don't know. Tell me, tell me anything anybody ever tell you. So yeah, you definitely not getting in the car. Like this, I could probably name two people my mama ever let come get me from school. Right. Like, I didn't have a good relationship with my dad. He tried to come pick me up from school one time. (laughs) She was behind him because she knew I was going. Like, didn't he have the nerve? Oh, that's the worst. That's the worst. About to go run, jump in his arms. Right. 
I'm like, I was like, what's up? <laughs> Damn, that's cool. It was funny, Des. He legit had the nerve to be on his like knees, like just like with the no. So that so that so that had to made it worse when you just was kind of yeah, like was up like, and just kept walking. I was in like fourth grade. Like, what? That's doing? too real. You that young, he's like, oh, that's a stab in the heart, damn. You did him like nigga did the Night King. <laughs> Went off for the hug, thought you had it, stab him in the I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I, I think you have a point. I think to an extent social media does has a, does have something to do with parenting styles of this era. I don't know. Maybe. I, I had, I don't know. I just feel like people, it makes... I don't know, like the real world, not as real, I guess. Like, I don't know. It's like, the, to the, I don't know what it is, but today people don't realize, I guess, how dangerous the world still is. Like, But at the same time, we are more exposed to how dangerous the world is. Oh, yeah, it shows us that. But why are people... being inside watching the news, like something happens, like I know about it. First, it, it could have happened in India. Yep, and you I, do. You know anything like you get the raw footage, these right? Days, right. Know, so you don't get the propaganda that the news will right. add with you. Thanks, you Twitter. Get Twitter and social media in general. I mean, you really get the rawest of footage. You get the rawest of of all the headlines. Like some shit happened. Like dude running the mosque, homie went live doing so, and you get to see. This yeah, shit. that 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 time. video. So you would think like, that because that of, with that type of, but you see, it would make parenting more, more cautious. But, but, like you said, the pros and the cons, because shit like that happens, and they're saying, you know, the studies are that people are becoming, I guess, desensitized towards things like that. Because you see it so often. It becomes the norm. It's just like, so social media is the new hood street life, whatever, whatever. Oh, yeah, people get gangsta on now. I mean, it's so much shit. Not even going to that extent, but it's so much shit that we consider as the norm. So much of that right. in our lives, you go through, you see constantly, and it just becomes, oh, that's regular. Oh, that's how it's supposed to be. Oh, that's this. Oh, that's that. And you just kind of like brush under the rug, and mm-hmm. you just accept that shit, right? So what happens today is the shit that we're accepting is first and foremost, it's a lot more shit that we accepting, and not only that, like we're accepting a lot more gory, a lot more fucking, you know what? A lot more just nasty, trifling shit. I agree with you. I think that so, like, take away social media, and you, and, and you. And you think about the experiences black males have when you're from the neighborhood, right? We normalize a lot of mm-hmm. extreme situations, right? Uh, yes, we do. Day. Seeing people being murdered, um, just whatever type of violent situation, we normalize that, right? The same thing is happening with social media. We, we get a lot of information on mm-hmm. extreme violent situations, but we get so much of it. This one got killed by a cop. That one got killed by a cop. That school one shooting here. School shooting now. So I think it's like kind of the same situations. Mm-hmm. And, and but again, as opposed to just being centralized to your community, mm-hmm. like your community right. specific, the world, like you normalizing this, right? And it's it's so much. But anyway, we. So um, do you like it? Like at the end of the day, like. What, social media, or yeah, like, I, I like social media. I mean. I, I, the positive that it, it can provide, you know, like social media 
in business. You need it. You need it. You need it. That's the only way it works these days. Like people, ain't no yellow books no more. People, they gonna they gonna Google what what they what they want, find you, and then from there they won't see everything. They want you to have an Instagram. They want you to have Facebook. Benefits your life personally. In a way, but I do think it is also a big time waster. Because I found myself a couple years ago where I had to completely just detach from it because I felt like I was turning into one of those people like, oh, I got to tweet what I'm doing. Like, hey, sitting here about to uh, eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody, like, there's no. Appreciating your real life moments. Exactly. And then the moment, the moment I realized I wasn't separating social media from real life was I was talking to this chick one time and she did me something. And I and it just made me mad. So I went on Twitter and I went right. off about it. Not thinking about like the girl following me on there. Your social media is a way to cope. Yeah. And frustrated too. Mm-hmm. You think it benefits your life personally? I don't think it benefits personally. Because personally, for me, say Instagram stories, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. I could get zero fucks about what anybody posts on the Instagram stories. Okay. I could literally give like zero fucks about what most people post on their timelines. Mm-hmm. There's like certain shit. There's like people I actually care about. Like the masses, I can't do that. I can't. I'm not a nigga to go follow a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. But if I know you, mm-hmm. it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I can interact with just my friends and shit like that. And we can have real life conversations. If you post some shit on mm-hmm. social media, I'll like it. Now we can talk about it. Right. Like a real conversation. We can go from there to other spaces right. or whatever, whatever. To me, the shit just gets stressful when it comes to just people I don't know. I can't yeah. deal with that shit. So I'm like, but you don't have to follow people you don't know, and I don't. Okay. But even with that, just like the people that I do know, it's only so much of that shit I'm willing to deal with. You know okay. what I'm saying? So it's just like, if I'm not talking to you, if I'm not seeing you, then nine to my ten, like social media, I, I force myself to do shit these days just because of business and just the whole the way the world is right now. Yeah. But before, so I, I don't. Know. I don't know. I, I agree with you. It killed time. It's a good time killer. If I got that kind of free time, mm-hmm. but. When I find myself with that kind of free time, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. So then I, like, I've been putting my yeah. phone on Do Not Disturb just so I could not get the notifications from social media. So when I do pick my phone up, I'm like, I don't need to put the motherfucker back down because I'm probably with social media. So if I'm not doing anything productive, mm-hmm. it's, it's hindering, especially when you're doing business. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If I'm sitting around typing and shit like that, which I do most days, or sending emails, or mm-hmm. building a website, I'll lose so many hours, so many minutes just because I'm like, man, let me check the timeline right quick. Mm-hmm. So realistically, just personally, it's not beneficial all around, but mm-hmm. like I said, if, if I got a few minutes to spare, yeah, it, it's a good attention holder. It's a good yeah. time killer. But as far as it's important, like that shit. I feel you. I think you ain't got a business like for real. If you're not promoting something, if you're not selling a product, if you're not pushing a brand, I guess, or helping to do the things for me personally, social media. Like, what are you doing on social media for real? For real. Um, I, I think for me, again, it's, it's pros and cons, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the con, it, it, it can make me waste a lot of time, right? But I have to admit, it, it does make it easier to maintain distant relationships, right? This is true. You get what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate being able to still see how this person is doing. I'm going to know how Anthony or Jasmine, or, you know, my mm-hmm. crew is doing every day, but someone who I had, uh, like a good relationship with in high school and college and stuff or something like that, who I don't talk to on the phone every day, every week, 
it's good to see, even though people put um people only put a certain lifestyle on social on social mm-hmm. media so the perception is everything's all right. good but it still feels feels good to see this person is doing well I, they're alive you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so but at the same time i think it it kind of makes us assume everything is okay instead of really calling each other and checking on exactly. each other so i don't know i think it's, i think it's for the kind i think it's dope to be able to still see a person who i went to high school with they doing they just bought a house they just got married like, like and i don't talk to them every day that's shit like that i like really, that really dope and i appreciate being able to see those things but again mm-hmm. what is the what is the perception and the reality what is the perception but i'm saying if it, but if you if you didn't talk to them on the phone every day and then you you ran into them at the mall you're going to have those conversations mm-hmm. right you're going to be like so what you been up to oh you just got married oh you just bought a house congratulations mm-hmm. now I guess it kind of shortens the conversation. I see you like, oh, I noticed you got married. I just, I just did this at the barber shop. I ran into you know, huh? The thing you think you know, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you right. see it on social media, like, oh, you just got married, you happy, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, you got married, fucking at the at the wedding, shit didn't go good. Yeah, whatever, whatever. But I think what social media does too, it, it kind of, it expands this whole idea. And I'm losing my thoughts. I had it against too. I, mean, I think it's, it makes us closest, but still separates us like at the same mother, time. Because when we talk about like last time we talked just the school shit right uh-huh. how you go to school you learn this you learn these subjects these topics this shit like that but nobody's teaching kids these days uh, just fucking us really. like so life skills people. you know what i'm saying yeah. so i'll take it let's saw social media i take it to the next step mm-hmm. like mm, you really kind of hindering us on that end still just on a broader scale because it's almost like not only are we not interacting with people or learning how to interact with people mm-hmm. from an early age but now we're making it cool to just keep that fence up and just interact with people just kind of from a distance or mm-hmm. just like i, I have heard media. i have heard that men don't even know how to talk to women these days because they used to, we are used you to just dming right like, DM. like you're not you didn't you didn't go through having to grow up and walk up to the DMs for me is right. the weirdest shit. Yeah, because we from a different generation. We grew up in, right. when we were teenagers. We had to approach a girl. Bro, you had to have your fire right. pencil sharpened if you didn't have a pen. Right. You legit kept a pen or something on you. Notebook, because it might have had too many numbers and it right. might have blocked the potential numbers you could have got. So you got right. your fire, your little sheet of paper, nice and clean. Make sure you had your, and if you had a pencil, you would break that bitch in half, or you would mm-hmm. do a small pencil. So I should put in your pocket straight, straight, because mm-hmm. we had to talk. Like I sliding the DMs to me is the weirdest shit because I'm just like, bruh. Yeah. I, I don't even like I won't feel you, but I won't know like what's the right shit to tell you because I could be a funny nigga. Like I won't know. I'm gonna make sure I'm telling you. You might be having a bad day. I I'm, I don't mm-hmm. know that via social media. Yeah, but you got you also gotta understand that it's normal for this generation. Like, I can't tell a 17 year old. True, true, true. Right. I, I mean, I would I would teach them like, listen, that's cool that you can communicate through a DM, but in person, I need you to be able to articulate mm-hmm. yourself to a woman. For real too. I'm I'm sure there's a flyway to flirt with a girl through so through the DMs. It gotta be right. I mean, like, it only would make sense because it works. Right. I, I just it's probably just so creepy because dudes do it so much, right? Not just dudes. I'm sure like women always in DMs too. Yes, they are. And it's weird. Like, the funny part about that is how comfortable chick. And I, maybe it's just because I ain't comfortable in DMs, so uh-huh. that should be weird to me. But chicks in DMs be comfortable as fuck. They be running. Mm-hmm. Like they be ready for the world. I'm just like, oh, hey, girl. Oh, like, hey. But it's still fucking weird because I'm just like, I won't, I won't get to know you. I'm the talking nigga. I won't, I won't have a real conversation with you. But what's the difference between DMs and uh, texting? Not texting, but the, the like black people meet or something. Like these are 
apps or a website where you have to. I'm just saying, I'm saying, like we're right. going like DMs, and we're gonna keep it simple. DMs, Twitter, I mean DMs, Tinder, Bumble, shit like that. All that shit is weird as fuck to me. I think it's okay. I think I think that's just of this generation, of this era. Like fifty years from now, we're gonna talk about how we used to be in DMs, right? And that's gonna so be you, weird as fuck to me. What? To me, I'm not like, oh, I'm not, no, listen, I feel, if I, listen, it is weird. Talk to the motherfucker, like, what's up? I'd rather catch the real vibes. You know what, I think it also keeps us inside enough, too, right? It's like, I see girls, but it feels like I see you all the time, and really, I haven't seen you in six months. But I feel like I, like, know everything that didn't happen in your life. And everything you've been doing. That shit is weird as fuck, man. It's weird, but dope at the same time, though, because yes. it's it, like, it, 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 I, I wouldn't have talked to you for I real. Have, and that, that, so, like, that's some shit I'm, I'm learning. Like, goddamn, I really wouldn't have met this dope-ass individual right. if it hadn't been for this shit. I've met people at during Mardi Gras who are just dope, who I don't need your phone number for mm-hmm. real, but, oh, let, let me um follow you. We follow each other on Instagram, and I can still see this person in California. Oh, right. that's a dope person. If, right. if I'm never out there, we'll kick it. And like So, all right, uh-huh. and I guess for me, in my travels, right? It's a few people that I follow just traveling. Right. And for those people, it's dope. social media is really fucking dope. Yeah. Because, like, just in Cali, I met a bartender out uh-huh. there that led me to, like, a whole bunch of other shit. I'm just mm-hmm. like, God damn, like, that's a dope person. Right. Or just be in NY or whatever, like, just meet mm-hmm. somebody that's like, all right, they got this going on or whatever. Like, in those instances, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the whole in the city or just the local yeah. social media shit. It's like, bruh. We literally all go to the same places all the time in this city. Nine times out of ten. It's like, there's only a certain amount right. of places that's popping if you right. are of a certain whatever mm-hmm. in this city. We all gonna be in the same fucking places everywhere we go, Nick. That's true. Everywhere, bro. That's true. It's very, very, very fucking one or two places and a half in this city. That and a half. All <laughs> we're not gonna be at. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm sorry, like, when I say like we all, bro, it, it amazes me. French Quarter Fest, how certain areas is just full of us. Mm-hmm. Almost like hundreds of us. No, listen, I've called so it the it. mix for the longest. And by the mix, I mean, if you went to certain schools, yeah. you are of a certain age, yeah. every event that happens in New Orleans, we all end up in the same spot. We've all dated one another. We, oh, we all have the same friends. Bro. You get that's, what I'm saying? It's like, I yeah. call it the mix. Small city. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? We like the, the, the biggest small city in the world. Or the yeah. smallest big city in the small world. small city with Big characteristics, big city characteristics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just everybody is connected, everybody intertwined. Like, ugh, it's just uh, I, overall, I think social media is a it's a good idea. It works, it's dope, but you know it has its negative sides to it, like anything yeah, else. What, right. I think ultimately, it's, what anything else? Just like anything else. Yeah. I mean, again, I I ain't knocking it because just in doing business, it works. Right. You know what I'm that saying? it does. In business it. It connects us to a lot of different individuals, a lot of different situations, a lot mm-hmm. of different opportunities. Um, and if you can master social media, if you can pull it off properly, you're mm-hmm. doing a really good job. That motherfucker cut it up. people to millionaires, or well, at least um, I mean, a different like lane for success. Yeah. If you play properly, it can create really, really, really successful revenue mm-hmm. streams. It, it, it can make you go broke, too. Because it's in yeah. that, that social media clout is a real thing. Uh, Gus got a line. That's one of my favorite Gus lines. Is your followers ain't dollars. That's true. And with social media, again, I like it because of the business. The personal shit is cool at times, but an issue I have is 
you know, the people that don't understand that. Like, yo, you got a lot of followers, you popping, quote unquote. Um, but if you ain't making the money to, you know, back that up, yeah. then I ain't gonna tell you just switch your focus or just kind of like fall back off social media, but take care of home first. Yeah. Well, not, that social media ain't real. Yeah, and the more I think about it, it's like, like you say, it's a small city, we all go to the same events. If it's Hove in town, right, we all gonna be at the concert. Like, we know the concert is tonight, <laughs> but all of us up there, like, and it's like, and, and it's, it's not like I'm consciously thinking I want people to know that I'm at the concert. It's just like, habitual, just like, yep. this is what you do. Like, look a hold, y'all. But like, a hundred of my friends are here too. Like, we all here. <laughs> Probably standing right next to you. Right. Y'all got the same fucking right. angle. Right. Your video looks just like his video, <laughs> right. like her video, just like my video. Right. Cause we was all in the same fucking section. Right. Let me see. Instead of oh, right. enjoying the moment in real exactly. time, like shit, hold right there. Like that's dope. Right. Like it's it's like it's distracting in a sense too, right? Like instead of being there enjoying the moment, like a part of your emotions are tied to your phone and your followers seeing where you at instead of like being here, like experiencing it emotionally. Then don't talk about it if it won't upload fast enough for you. Start getting right. trolled. Now you missing part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> you lose all the show. And if you got sprint, you really mad because yeah. that bitch not gonna work at all. Right. Anyway, you got sprint. You just put, the, just record everything and just upload later. But yeah, like and that's kind of where our heads are these days with social media. I mean, it's cool. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I guess because it's beneficial in certain areas. It's yeah. people. I mean, it's it's people that play it personally and don't necessarily have the businesses, and they thrive and they make the money somehow. You know, it, it also I was having this conversation, not not just past weekend, but the weekend before that, how it plays into relationships, right? Like people have an emotional attachment to likes and comments on Instagram. No, uh, don't don't even get me started on. But let me let me let me let me um. Some yeah, so, people take well, that too serious, though. So but finish your thought. What we was talking about, um, you know, just people's emotional attachment to to social media, and um, like one of the homegirls, she stopped talking to one of my partners because he was liking his ex pictures on Instagram. Hmm. Um, and I don't know we just just got deep about the conversation, and like one of the things I didn't understand is. Like what's like what's the attachment to that? Like what does this mean when I like this picture? Like you, t you does it mean that I even, like like, like her for real? And if that's the case, do I like every girl's picture? Right. Well, like it, it doesn't mean I'm gay when I like my homies. Right. Pictures like what's like what's that about? See, and that's the that's the thing that that bothers me with it too because I'm one of those people. I post stuff on social media, but I don't post like like. I feel like my social media. I wasn't is hiding me. the world from my kid. I was hiding my kid wait from the world. Bro, my bro, <laughs> I, I did it, bro. When when I made my girlfriend, I sent all my most important people in my life a picture because I'm living in DC at the time. I'm sending everybody who important to me a picture. Like this is who it is. This is who I'm liking. I got in an argument with her like um, later about not posting her enough on social media. Mm, uh -huh. That's what I was getting to. And the thing is, mind you, I'm, I, I don't, I, I have, I don't have like that many pictures. But at the time, every other picture, I feel like she was in it. But that's what like, I'm. This was an argument for us, and I'm like, wait, anybody who needs to know who you are, they know. They, exactly. You know like the people who matter know. Right. That's all that matters. And you are on my page, but again, like that's just social media is, is a part of just generation on so many different levels, even in relationships. So 
Is, so I guess my question to y'all, like, is there something we do need to learn to connect with? Like, even in relationships, do we have to take social media into consideration to have a healthy relationship? I I don't think so, but it's a it's a big deal to women, I, and I don't know why. Not to me. You may not know dudes, but they got dudes out here. Why you why you why you ain't post me on your page? Why you like this dude? Why he comment with the like dudes? That's like I like I could care less who posts anything on my girl page. It, it like none yeah, of that matters to me. Out extreme things that's not acceptable, right? I'm not saying any dude could just be commenting anything under my girl post. I mean, I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, not only that though. I feel like, unless it's disrespectful, I mean, I really don't care. I mean, it, it's a free, it's a free world, freedom of speech. That's what you sign up for on social media. You don't want people putting comments on that turn your comments off. Plain and simple. And I, I expect men who I know, like who, who who I know and I'm friends with, I have a relationship with, to be respectful under my girl's post. But right. well, if it's people I don't know. Like, I can't be mad because she's getting attention. Exactly. Like, there's nothing you can do about that. What you going to do? Go fight and never do that? Be like, oh, you look nice on your, on a picture. It's, to me, it's social media. So on, on Instagram. Like, there's social media and there's real life. Yeah, on Instagram. And I separate it. On your notifications page, there is a you, and then there's a following tab. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. following tab is on purpose. It's fucked up. Don't even get why they do that. Like, what's the purpose of you seeing what everybody, everybody else, else is liking? Yeah. And what everybody else, like, who's following? That's what he gets you. What everybody else is commenting. Like, you really got a whole feed line where you can see what every fucking body else is doing. Uh, no, just because you DM a certain people, like, if I DM, like, you or you, all of a sudden, I'm getting all your notifications. Like, especially with Facebook, I get all your notifications when you're going on live. Yeah, like, it makes you a stalker. Like, I'm not even trying to follow this dude. I just talked to him one time, and now I get every single... Yes, thing they do it. You ask home like, man, where that shirt came from? All of a sudden, y'all BFFs. Right. That's some bullshit. That is some bullshit. Wait, Dad, but you you say you don't think we need to take it on social media to consider um consideration with relationship. You said, if I'm gonna be realistic about the situation, I'll say I guess we should. But I would also say it depends on who you dealing with. Personally, I kind of wouldn't want to deal with nobody who that matters that much to. I think that's what mm-hmm. exactly. You know what I'm Certain situations, and that's what that's what the homegirl was telling me. She was like, "I get it, Nick. I feel you, but like, if this is an issue for this person, you either gonna do it or you not." I'm right. like, "I can't." Yeah, at it. that point, she just I, I couldn't personally date a person where like that's that's a, a real thing for her. But like, I respect it and I get it. But I can I couldn't not, argue about that. Right, that's not the, I'm not trying to take that path. Like, I'm gonna ride my bike and take the car. You know what else? Like social media, bro. If you follow me on Snapchat, you can't take me serious in life. Mm-hmm. You just can't take me serious in life. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for me to to be who I am on Snapchat and do what I do on Snapchat and translate to just my Instagram feed, knowing there's a lot more people and I control, I'm, I'm more conscious of what I post there. Man, if you follow me on both platforms, you like this nigga is crazy as shit. So in a relationship, how do you take that? For me, like if I'm FBLS 24 7 on Snapchat, you feel me? That's all you hear is FBLS, FBLS. And you meet me and you date me, whatever, whatever, and you are 
you don't meet those standards or those qualifications, then you like, what the fuck is going on? Like you probably, I'll probably come off as a weird person. So for me, like you have to understand, social media to me is it's yeah. frivolous. So, but again, so I'm, let me try to think objectively, right? So, you know, women do like to feel appreciated, but like publicly, mm-hmm. right? Um, and social media is a part of this generation. It's a part of our life, right? And that is a way that we share our lives, right? And, you know, women want public affection and whether we like it or not, social media is a, a, how we expose our lives to people, mm-hmm. right? So in a sense, it's like me being a part of your social media makes me feel appreciated publicly, maybe? Because I, I guess What is this, the Lion King? The Lion King. Your actual life. Yeah. But I'm saying, I'm saying, it's like, it's like, it's like, I'm saying, I'm saying, social media is equivalent to your girl want you to hold her hand when y'all at French Quarter Fest. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's the holding her hands five, 20 blocks down the road. Like, all right. You know, so this is my thing though. You can do, just, you can do all of that. Looks, it just looks different. You can do all of that. You can hold hands, you can do all that. But if you're not given that, I guess, that clout on social media, it's always a problem. And I don't, I don't get it because that, I don't. Again, but, again, I think it's situational. I think yeah. that depends on the, on the person you choose to go that route with. If you choosing a fucking somebody that matters to man, a fucking I don't want to call yeah. you a bimbo, but I personally don't get why social media matters to people that much. I, I, that's a Son, I don't post. I don't get that. So, like 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 we were saying earlier, people put you know these lifestyles on social media and stuff like that. Like, I'm the type of person, I don't post nothing near and dear to me on social media because I, I don't know, I guess I'm paranoid, but I've seen the stories. Like, people have robbed people. People have done all kind of crazy shit to people. Just, oh, man, look at look at this dude. Look how he's living. When I wake up in the morning, I got murder <laughs> on my mind. So, I'm the type of person, I don't put nothing, like, in my real life on social media, I guess you yeah, could say. For me, I could just deal with it to an extent. Exactly. Like, um, I don't mind putting her on my page. I don't really care about who like liking what and who, who saying what, but um, I don't have any deep emotional connection with social media. So right? I didn't so, thought about deleting mine so many times. Like I like it, I don't I, but you, but like you say, like, you need it. I detox, from especially it. for businesses. I run six social media, like six or seven social media pages hmm? across a bunch of different platforms. Mm-hmm. I don't like it at all. I like it. I just need to detox from it from time to time, but I don't, ultimately I like social media. I mean, I I, I get Mm. the game, you know, and I play the game accordingly. I could play it a lot better. I'm still learning, I guess, how to do that shit to the max. But I guess for me, like my focus is about her reaction to this type of attention. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing that I need to do. Your perspective. Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about my perspective. Like, um, you're right. I do think, like, why is he, like, he's, giving her a lot of attention, right? But if she's attractive, whatever, like, she's going to get this type of attention. I'm only concerned with how she reacts to this type of attention. And, and I guess from my perspective, they're saying, mm-hmm. like, like, you need to chill out. I'm, I'm also going from, I guess, the female perspective, looking at her and her significant other and just looking at what he's doing. Like, like again, you mm-hmm. notice, like, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, wife, whatever, is just going extra hard on just and individual social media pages, you can see that. Yeah, and, and I mean, I'm talking about like, just hit, like you kind of hitting that like, you know, like you know that like, you know that comment and shit like that. Look at this shit. 
That be that drove though. That be that drove that them filters get you every time. Yeah. But you got you can th- you can you can think about it in real life. Like you think about um your girl, you know, if people flirt with her all day, that's gonna happen, but it's about how she reacts mm-hmm. to being to someone flirting with her, right? And when she starts to flirt back and right. she entertains and stuff, that's when like there's an issue in our relationship. That's a that's a separate issue. You Noticing how many he like and everything, that's an issue that you have with him. That shouldn't be an issue that you have with your relationship. Uh, right. You get what I'm saying? Right. Huh? Have, have that conversation. Whatever. If it's an uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> well, I, I say you, but to me, that would be an issue um, in my relationship once she's entertaining and stuff but other than that she's not if she's getting attention she's not entertaining it she's okay. like exclusive with me i'm cool i'm like oh you popping today huh like it's, i mean like that's your friend i'm gonna mess with her like oh that's your friend that's funny, i'm gonna watch what this i'm gonna watch this right you know you significant other whatever like that's cool you should like that's how it should be right. in my mind right you know what i'm saying like you you would you want to go after somebody that's attractive and you want to think of yourself as equally attractive mm-hmm. or whatever and for realistically, in a perfect world, y'all, both y'all social medias is popping on whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, it should and absolutely could be a situation every time in my mind where it's like, I, mean, I see you, stupid mm-hmm. ass. <laughs> I see you, good uh-huh. uh, Who likes on that bitch? I'm five minutes now. Uh-huh. I'm like, who this thing? Right. It's fun. Because right. I know at the end of the day, what we have. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what the, and that's what's important. Issue. That's the most important right. shit. Communication as long as we know what we are, right. we have our understanding and we stop and start there, yeah. we should be fine, man. Everything else, like, you could throw that shit. Like, yeah. In real life, you can't go and try to fight every dude that flirts with your girl. That's foolish. Right? So, you and, and on social media, you can't, you can't, you can't get emotional about every a dude who's, like, liking every picture. Son, it's the free... But see, we can't pretend. Every man is not secure like that, right? It's dudes who, who can't deal exactly. with that um, level of attention. You know, and that's what I talk about when I mean like pursue what you qualify for, right? Like a lot of dudes want these hmm. super gorgeous women, but you got to understand what she deals with when she walk out the door. Can, can you remain comfortable in a relationship and not give her extra problems when she gets home? You get what I'm saying? Like. You want a beautiful woman, but that, that you know, you gotta have, have be confident with that. You can't be wanting to go shoot everything. Like, you gotta believe that, like, nah, like, shorty, shorty like me. And dude's not like that. And we, listen, I've said this in this conversation, like, I find it funny because you flirt with her when she comes home with me. I'm saying you say that, though, but until you know, I'm not saying that, you know, yeah. who you with now is not no. so bad. But I'm saying, it's when you, it's, your, your character gets tested yeah. when you, in that type of situation, you, you yes, it does. So this is my thing, bro. I just try to stay away from just the extremely gorgeous women. That shit aggravating, bro. I ain't got time. I, I hate all you. you. I hate all you fucking <laughs> extra gorgeous and beautiful women. I hate you, motherfuckers <laughs> with a passion. Yeah. I just need yeah. yeah. like, huh? <laughs> no, like a little bit, like upper mid tier. It's cool, you know what I'm saying? I stay away from gorgeous women. I think that's honest. Yeah, you know I'm saying I could, I could fire seven, you know what I'm saying? Six and three quarters, we could get it lit. You dig? But see, once you go to up in these numbers, man, I'm just like, leave me alone, bro. I do not. You like, you know when she's so. 
too cool. Like, that's going to be a headache. Like, bro, I'm going to have to be strapped when I'm out with your ass. Cause. Fuck, I'm, I'm strapped <laughs> now. I'm going to have to have an extra and a big, bro. I'm gonna have to call friends to go out with us. Mm. So watch, you know, like, you know, fuck this, bro. Yeah, and th- and that's what I mean. Like that can give you anxiety. Like, oh, she going out with her friends? You watching her as she get dressed? Like, oh, this motherfucker, bro. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> How you getting there? How the fuck are you getting there? How many tickets y'all got? Fucking tickets. What you going to get? Put a hoodie on. We go to make a call. Yo, what you doing tonight? Uh, we about to pull we, up. We mobbing tonight. Yeah. Huh? Shawty going now. Uh, yeah, look, it is Liddy in the city you tonight. I mean, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. Can't take was not yours. When you saying game tight, that's kind of weird. That, that terminology is like, no, I, I I know exactly what you mean. Just the terminology and taking it in. It's like, if you're game tight, you're game tight. It's, I think it's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of reasons why another dude can take your shorty. Yes. I, don't, I don't know if it's yeah, just yeah, it ain't about the game you know? tight. It's, it's it's a lot of different factors. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you I mean, you could have been fucking up, just, right? You know, you could have been that whole game. Yeah, but you you could have not been on your game it's the last six months. It's not always the man's fault. Clearly. You get what I'm saying? And, and, huh? No, I'm, I'm disagreeing with him. What? He said he looked at it as always the man's fault. I'm not saying it's always the man's fault, but I'm saying you could be, have not been on your A game in the last six months and, and she walked into a dude that's like, on this shit. Yep. And he got it. Right? Um, she what finds I, what me. About, y'all watch Insecure? I love yeah. Insecure. Like that first episode, um, how he wasn't appreciative of her for her birthday yeah. and everything. Wait. Like, Wait, he wasn't wait. on his A game for for like a wait. while. My dog, my dog was getting his business plan together. One hundred percent, I, I get I'm, it. I'm Team Lawrence but, all day. But like, but like T was saying, it, it was it was um, it's other things he could have done. Right to no, to, he pissed me off that first season when he left when he left Best Buy alone. Yeah, I like. Oh, he was tripping. Insecure deep dive. He was tripping, son. He was tripping, son. He was tripping, son. No, we got to talk about this now. He brought up Insecure. We got to talk about it. Well, I'm just saying, the reason why I brought it up, I'm saying, it was like, I don't, it, it's not that Issa was a bad, uh, um, no, not like at she all. Wasn't like, she, she was a good girl. She just was bored but, and felt unappreciated in, in, in a relationship. And then she ran into someone who gave her time. But and, she and was, it wasn't that Lawrence was a bad dude. But she was still, but great, she was, she was, his character is a great dude. He just wasn't on his A game for like a, a while. That's true in a way. And I'm not, I'm not justifying her actions. I'm not saying that she was right but that's how life happens right. she fucked over my dog man <laughs> i feel you it's now bad like that that whole their situation was funny because it's you can get both sides of the spectrum if you're gonna be realistic you can totally understand both sides of the spectrum yeah it's, and it's one of them things and i the writing that show is really fucking dope because you could get both sides of the spectrum. You could totally understand Issa and just yeah. what she was going through her mentality mm-hmm. but you could also like look understand at Lawrence yeah. internalize that shit and just yeah. like God damn, and just he have, a, he have a right to have his feelings hurt, exactly. and he has a right to. They both yeah, are yeah. equally justified in their actions, their emotions, their thoughts, and everything. So that's real life. That's real life. That's why I like it so much. Like, I think like, 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 that's that, real life. that show reflects our like our demographic, our age group. What's mm-hmm. happening right now? Like a lot of emotions, and yep. stuff, and situations that happen in um, insecure. I'm like, yeah, it's my life right now. Yeah, you know when you're growing up, like 
you know, we watch old stuff, Cosby and, and Fresh Prince, but we young watching this stuff. But like, Insecure is our life right now. Issa's like 30, 31. Right. And that's mm. so crazy, bro. I be feeling so fucking old, man. Like, bro, everybody yeah. on TV these days is the same age as me. Right. Everybody, like, everybody <laughs> like doing shit. All the adults, adulting these bro. days are the same age as me. And I, I don't know how to, I don't know how the fuck I'm supposed to feel Hell about yeah. this shit, bro. It was like, like two years ago. I'm like, these some old motherfuckers yeah. doing this shit. Like, I'm gonna be an old motherfucker doing some old motherfucker shit. I'm an old motherfucker. Son, that's the thing that, that's me, old, that made dog. me realize I'm an adult. I remember out them twenties. <laughs> I'm out the fucking twenties today, nigga. I made thirty today. This shit. Bro, that shit crazy. Happy birthday, bro. Appreciate you. Keep down the hot for the other shit. I don't know how to feel about this shit. What? He's a stupid nigga. What? He's stupid. So, in other words, you playing with house money right now. Yup. Oh, my God. See that word there? I, I can't lie. So every time I hear that word wild out, it give me like this eerie feeling because of that fucking video. I do think that um like what's dope about being 30, I do think like as a black man and from the neighborhood in between like 15 and 30 is like the most vulnerable years for us to like get caught up in some bullshit. Right? Because like we be on it. Shit, these days it don't even matter. You can make it to 50 and still get caught up in that bullshit. But but I'm saying, but I feel like that's the time, that age, that that period is when we. You find yourself. Right? Yeah, you find yourself. You don't really care about nothing. Nope. You feel invincible. Like that that, that age, like that time is like, dog, she could have been. You know, we, when you think about experiences, like, shit could have went left if, like, thank as God as we as made it home this night. Male, right? You get what I'm saying? You know what's fucked up, bro? Because, and you've been around, and you kind of hope some of these conversations and whatever, whatever. Yeah. That's our life. Yeah. We literally in survival mode until 30 down there. That's what I'm saying. Just trying to figure everything out. So, like we said before, just imagine all the damage, everything that happened, all the shit that we caused leading up to 30. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to just our treatment of the black woman and just mm-hmm. these other scenarios. But, again, not to make excuses, but, bruh, realistically, it's one of the situations where it's like, we, what are we, what are we supposed to do? Like, how, how, there is no manual. There is no instruction, no rule book, no shit like that to tell us. You're talking about how to just be a, a good man, how to be a better man, how to be a progressive black man, how to how to matter in our community to our women, whatever, whatever. Like, it's no blueprint because we literally out here just trying to fucking make it till 30. Then when you hit 30, what's the, what's the struggle? Now you got to figure everything out. You ain't got the money made up. You ain't got the money saved up. You ain't got the plan to get the dough. That's what you're trying to do now. Now you scramble because now you're 30. You're like, fuck life almost over. I don't spend my whole life just trying to survive and I actually survived and I realistically wasn't expecting to do so. So now I'm here and I got to figure this shit out now. Like what I do? Like what's my next step? Like what's my move? Like what, you know what I'm saying? Like what's, 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 what's next for me? Yeah. yeah. And then you would have had like, conversations and again, like I never want to make excuses because I'm comfortable with my cards and I know I got to pay my cards but I just need the other
outside. I feel it's just, like, like listen, it's, understand. It's like at thirty, I'm like I'm at the most I've ever been with making conscious decisions, actively thinking about my moves versus mm-hmm. coming up. I'm more so reacting to life situations. Like I'm reacting, playing defense to relationships, street shit, mm-hmm. school, family dynamics, friendships. I'm reacting to everything. Now I'm just the most I've ever been as far as me setting the tone of what my day is going to be like, how the trajectory of my year is going to be. You get what I'm saying? Like growing up, we just, we, 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 like we, we reacting to, <sighs> if I, I got to walk down the street. Like I know these things are going to tell me something. Nah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Public service role. Yeah. You never know what to expect. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And you do that and you just try to, you spend all of this time just trying to figure shit out until you get to the point where now it's really time to figure shit out and where you go. Especially if you don't have the foundation, if you don't have nothing to look back on and to say, all right, this is the trajectory that I yeah. should be following or this is the path that I should go yeah. or this is a similar path. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing mm-hmm. for us to fall back on. So again, my whole thought process and I'm just trying to figure out because I questioned the shit out of Christian Myers and everybody else when we had a bunch of people here. Let's talk about it. It's like, what, what do we do? Like, where do we start? Like, what do you expect from us? Because I'm not trying to make excuses because I'm, I'm I don't think you are. I think you're just conceptualizing. And that's, that's yeah. all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I get it. Everybody does it though. Mm-hmm. Especially not all of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Me, you, like we, so, so select few of us that get it all that can even mm-hmm. put ourselves in the mentality to try to conceptualize anything mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i'm just trying to figure out as a whole how do we change the narrative and not only that but where do we start at because we literally start life at 30 so, and, and, and you, 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 you're saying so this long. in relation to like being better men to our black women or just just better men just in general i would say both Oh, realistically, because I mean, being a better man in general will make you a better man for so, a right. I was just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I guess, um, like like I said um, before on, on the podcast, it's like taking accountability, right? Um, I'm effed up, and I've been effed up mm-hmm. for this amount of years, right? Like, that's only step one. That's good, but that's not. And, and there's no one answer to this, right? But just we just talking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that taking accountability factor is super important. And then there's a whole lot of moments like this where we self-reflecting, we self-exploring, right? And, like, we discover how we develop certain mentalities, right? And, and, and recognize that, nah, shit, that, that was toxic. Right? And, and and forgive whatever situation where we learn that that information or how to behave or whatever, and and like forgiving ourselves, like you know, with people, like we adapted to what our environment was at the time. Um, these conversations, really listening to women, right? People too, you not your home is too, like really actively listening. Yeah, that's what active listening means. That's one of the most important things I think we can. Yeah. To listen to this information. Right. Yes. Once I got to the point where I could decipher the difference yeah. and choose which to do for mm-hmm. real, for real. And once I learned, just because I'm always, I've always been a good listener, right? Unintentionally, it's a good once quality I to have. Really learn to yeah. listen and take in what somebody's saying in in its entirety right. before I even think of a response or whatever. Right. Once I learned to do that, just shit just seemed to work a lot better. Yeah. Shit made a lot more sense, and it was easier for me, I guess, to just. Be a, I don't want to speak out of turn, but just to be a better person. Just yeah. in my thoughts, at least. Yeah. You know what because I'm we, we conditioned to, um, um, like, 
immediately respond to being attacked, right? So if, if black women are telling us we don't like this, instead of saying, oh, well, because, like, nah, right. like, listen and think about, well, why is she saying that? And legit, like, really think about it. And, and then, like, if, if it's not getting through to you, talk to your partner. Mm-hmm. Like, and maybe he can help you see shit. Because sometimes we get, inf- we receive information differently when it's coming from different situations. You know what I'm saying? I might receive it differently coming from Desmond than Adam. You get what I'm saying? So, like, when it's coming from your dog, like, nah, bro, she mean this. Or your mom might tell you, mm-hmm. this, this is how she feels. And you may be more, res- for, for whatever reason, it's maybe because y'all need it in a moment and it's causing a disconnect in y'all communication. So you may need to go outside, not too far outside your relationship, but someone who you can trust. Like, damn, I don't, I, I'm not feeling what she's talking about. So like, really actively listening, then going back and, and like figure out, like, okay, hey, I'm not saying like to be a bitch, like stand your ground and stuff. But, <laughs> he said, be a bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm, saying? I'm saying, I'm saying, like whatever you feel right about, but you know, like, like we have to listen and you know, then then go, and then go through a process. Right and right. really like right. fixing ourselves, and like I say, there's no one answer to this. Just no. we just talking yeah, because just fixing yourself is a process. Right, but you got to fix yourself before you yeah. can be with anybody. Right. The thing with that is, and I guess this is my biggest question because if I had the answer, I would I would tell you the answer. Mm-hmm. How do you find out you fucked up? It's always after. How how do you you know what I'm saying? Like what's the What's the tell-all sign so where you really know you fucked up to where, all right, now it's time to start making changes? I mean, I think it's different answers on an individual, like, level in relationships. But, like, as a culture, like, we know we fucked up because black women are saying so much about us, right? There's so much, like, we need... narrative, basically. Yeah, like, like we, need to, we need to be better, we need to be better. So it's like, instead of just combating what they're saying, it's like, damn, why are they saying this? Mm-hmm. Like, have, listen to them and have conversations amongst each other and be positively influential in our circles. I remember talking to um I ain't gonna say his name, but one of the one of the homies and he was like, Nick, I can't I can't control all men. And you're right, you can't. Like, you can't control what all men do, but you can be influential in your circle. If I if Desmond, if you see me uh, and I'm I'm behaving outside of my character, I'm I'm doing some toxic shit, like check me. Like bro, that's that's sexist. Oh just I mean uh, you get what I'm saying? Man, are you wild again? Yeah, like, you know, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like you can respectfully check me, bro. Exactly. Like Nick, you, like you, you, like you out of pocket talking to her like that. And we also, you gotta find your friends. Like, right. You gotta like really find your real, real friends. And 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 fuck, that might be one of the most important parts of all of this shit. Because you find your real friends, and you find yourself in a position to be able to speak on shit that you probably couldn't speak on. Mm-hmm. Or you, you get to express thought that you probably couldn't express before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You find your real friends. You get to have the conversations about shit that's mm-hmm. worth having conversations about that can invoke change or provoke change or whatever the fucking problem mm-hmm. terminology that is. Mm-hmm. When you know your friends. When mm-hmm. you find those people who are going to keep it 100 with you regardless mm-hmm. and you can do the same with them, what happens is mm-hmm. in your mind and just you living your life, you get to check them off of mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. get to get checked because you're living your truth with your real friends mm-hmm. and you're living your life simultaneously. But mm-hmm. if you, the life that you live in is kind of mm-hmm. inflicting with mm-hmm. the values and like yep. the core goals or whatever that you and your real friends yep. share, it's really easy. Yep. Like, yo, what's up? Yep. Like, you tripping. Like, this and that. That, that and this, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you find your real friends and I think that's another step to just mm-hmm. being better. Let me add to that. You're right. But, um, just because you, some, some, a lot of times your real friends can give you 
effed up advice. So another thing you can do is be strategic to where you go for for information, right? Can't take advice from everybody. Some of my friends are super hyper masculine and have very patriarchal, um, misogynist views, right? So on certain situations, I'm going to go to certain people, right? I know how this person thinks. I, if, I, if I'm trying to have a, a healthy solution to something I'm dealing with, with my girl, it's, you know, it's certain people I'm going to go to. Or I might just go to one of my female friends. Um, I might just go to one of my female friends. But um, it's not that my, my partner who thinks like this isn't one of my real friends. I just just I, I just know the advice he gives me is, is not going to be healthy for my relationship. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? So you just compartmentalize. All right, y'all. You just compartmentalize your relationships and where you get information from. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And, I mean, fuck. It would take for you to know your real friends. Though. Yeah, that's, so and that's the process. That's the process. I, I thought about too. that around 25, bro. I, around 24, I started, that's when I started to really realize, like, okay, who's who? And, and how are people beneficial to my life? In what ways are they not? Who's going to be around these next... 50 years, right? Mm-hmm. And what way are they going to be around? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know who I can't borrow money from. I know who I, who I can't tell my secrets to. I yeah. know, and, and and with that, it brings me a certain level of peace. And the only way I can get upset with people unless they react outside of the character in which mm-hmm. I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I can't get mad if I told Bishop my secrets and he go told everybody else when I already know that he's like that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You got to do that with your friends. You gotta, that's some shit like one of my things like you gotta know your people right yes you do right. like that's one of my favorite things to just and you learn that in time you do pay attention you gotta, you gotta know your people and with that and you can take this however you want to because you can I mean just being realistic mm-hmm. my two things is know your people and treat your people right yeah and your people if you don't know who your people are, then just stop listening or just whatever because I can't elaborate on your people. If you don't understand that terminology, like then we're not on the same page at all. Mm-hmm. But you got to know your people and you got to take care of them. You got to show love to your people. You got to make sure that your people are always straight. And if they're your people, then your people are always doing the same for you at all times mm-hmm. without any second thoughts, without any second guessing. So surround yourself with those people. Make mm-hmm. your people your people, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Keep those people as close to you as possible and just make sure everything that you're doing mm-hmm. reflects not mm-hmm. only them, but reflects just the bond and everything true that y'all yeah. share. Because what happens after that, if you got a true bond or a true connection with your people, yeah. that should be so real mm-hmm. to other people, mm-hmm. other fucking, just just other whatever, mm-hmm. like people see that shit. That shit seeps out, people feel that, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and that translates to other people being good to their people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In my, in my mind, just in my experience. I think you know you're right. I think you're right. I think a, a, a great starting place is starting with yourself, right? Developing yes. a certain level of character. Yes. Like with myself, not, I'm, I'm not to talk about myself, but I do, I do consider myself an expensive relationship. I'm an expensive friend to have. And not in the sense that like I'll spend a lot of money on you, but like, like I'm the highest quality, quality well, of a friend to have. You get what I'm saying? Nice or whatever. We're going to do nice shit. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, we're going to go drink nice alcohol. We're going to go to a nice museum. Like no, I, look, not nice shit. I'm saying I'm I'm like the highest quality of a friend. Like, whatever, how much a Bentley costs, that's, 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 that's right. a, you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm that type of friend. Like, 
Um, you a luxury friend. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, luxury friend. Like, well, hear me out. I know it's weird, but I'm saying like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you know how we value you know how we value luxury yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, I put that much value on my character, right? So like, I carry myself. I put a certain a significant level of effort into my my friendships and relationships and relationships. So I deserve to have the type of friendships that I have, right? It's not random that I have dudes. Uh, what not just do is but like friends that are solid and believe in me and support me and love me right i like i, I work for that because i put that energy into my mm-hmm. friendships you know what i'm saying and like it's just reciprocated you know what i'm saying so it's like you gotta start with yourself you, you, you can't be um asking like well damn how come my relationship with this person it's not like that with um what i'm trying to say um <laughs> um <laughs> Got it, you. Huh? <laughs> it, can't, it can't from someone I'm thinking about a real experience, but like people question why they don't have a certain amount of friends or why their relationships aren't significant. But you gotta you gotta start with yourself and think about how you contribute before you complain about a relationship, also mm-hmm. think about how you contribute to it. Right? What do you bring to the table in a friendship? Right? And you and if you put this level of energy into a friendship, like you should you should demand that. In return, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, like I know I'm expensive because and, like I'm gonna go hard about my friends. Token, if you put this level of just effort or whatever mm-hmm. into a relationship, don't get mad if you get that back too, because mm-hmm. you, you you might be half-assing with shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, so so don't 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 be expecting the whole world. I don't be expecting gold to blooms or whatever, whatever. Right. You putting out pennies, right? You know what I'm saying? And that's right. that happens as well. And that's why like. With just knowing your people, right. in order to know your people, you got to be one of your people. Mm-hmm. You know what yes. I'm saying? You just birds of a feather. Uh, birds of a feather is mm-hmm. a real thing. Right. Yes, it is. You want to keep motherfuckers around you that are like you. Yeah. That 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 can agree and or disagree when necessary. I just you put know what I'm saying? like that. Like that shit is important. So I just was telling a friend, like you know, you have to actively participate in relationships of mutual value. And keep other types of relationships at a distance. Mm-hmm. It's not that you know they aren't good people, but it's just you know, yeah, really, you know, you just yeah, keep them at a distance. Yeah, I'm not answering the phone at four in the morning for everybody. Right, oh, a know? certain level of energy, man. That a certain type of energy, I guess. You you you, you want around at all times, and there's a certain energy you just don't want at all, or just certain energy that you can only deal with all the time. Mm-hmm. Your people be the people that you get all the time. You don't mind, right? You could take all the bad, all the good, because mm-hmm. you got it like that. I guess I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm jumping off on a tangent or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's, it's 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 always tough mentally just to, to 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 get better when you ain't got no support system. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you ain't got yourself to lean on. So, like you said, like start with yourself. Mm-hmm. You feel me? We if we all start there, yeah. kind of progress and just. Get good people around. Like me and this dude, like we not the best of friends. Me and this dude been fucking like really, really good friends since fucking like what, nineteen grade? Yeah, ninth grade. Like, randomly, just fucking in class. Just, just from in class and riding the bus. Like I realized, like I have friendships and I have people who I have really, really great relationships mm-hmm. with. They're not necessarily my friends, but I have a great relationship with this person. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like there's a difference. You know, there's a difference in between people you have a really great relationship with and your friends and your family, mm-hmm. right? Like, 
you know, Jasmine, Anthony, like these are people like from here, right? It's it's people who are um who are from college or high school and stuff. It's like it's there's no beef or we don't talk all the time, but I have really like my expectations differ when it comes down to Anthony and Jasmine compared to other relationships. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I they're great relationships for whatever reason. You can't. I don't know. Because the funny shit about that whole deal, like you say, like, Jasmine, right? Y'all came from, like, kid. Me and Jasmine became friends in, like, 10th grade. Right. On some, just some random shit. Mm. And that's, like, fucking, like, my right hand, man. Thank you, Miss Jameson. Whoever you Jameson. are. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Jameson, wherever you Jasmine are. Jasmine was in that class. I don't think he was in that class with us, huh? Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Jasmine was in that class with us. a bunch of bad motherfuckers. Man. I think everybody in that class probably still. We could. I don't know Miss Jameson, could, yeah. Man, we could probably miss Jimerson. Jimerson, yes, Jimerson. I said Jimerson. I'm thinking about alcohol. <laughs> still act a plum ass. Mm-hmm. Everybody else in that class probably still act a plum ass. But I don't know, man. Just the whole. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, totally. Like, but for us to have this conversation, it's just like, I don't know. Because we get certain shit. You know, we got certain understandings. And I don't think the understandings that we have. Or the understanding that we need to have is kind of one of the things that we need to be trying to push on to the other people that are similar to us, or just like everybody else, maybe I don't know, like or just to open up the dialogue. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because I guess like the understanding, you can't make motherfuckers like understand or feel a certain type of way. But if you could open up a dialogue with somebody and just kind of objectively speak from a certain perspective to hopefully get them to understand some different shit, then. Yeah, I, don't know, I guess I don't. I don't know if it's something we pushing on other people. I I think this is how we perceive the world, and this is how we perceive relationships. And if you receptive to, to that, that's dope. But if you see it differently, that's dope too. But if, if it works for you, but I'm saying as as far as like this is yeah, like, this is I my think, this think. is my approach to people who may have issues, who struggle with friendships, who struggle with their family, who who struggle just in relationships in general. I'm just saying, you know. Look at like look at yourself mm-hmm. first, and you know see how you can how you treat yourself, and then see how you treat people. And I think that's been that's been a really that narrative has been highlighted a lot recently, mm-hmm. especially in our community. How you 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 can't treat somebody in a manner that you don't know how to treat them. I guess or you you can't. I'm trying to get the words right. I guess. Uh, so you can't treat people people in the manner that that say that. Like so, I'm, I'm kind of piggybacking on what you said. Okay. But <sighs> don't treat people better than you treat yourself, or I'm, I'm not saying don't. But I'm saying it's it's impossible. I couldn't be a good person to you if I didn't love myself already. Exactly. Gotcha. And that's that's a big issue today. Yeah, that's that's. Like, a we don't know how to love ourselves, right. and I don't know if maybe that's what I've been trying to say all along, but. It's so much change that needs to happen, and I, I, I keep saying, I guess, how do you know when you fucked up? Mm-hmm. So in order to make the changes, you know what I'm saying. But maybe the question should be, uh, like, just how do you learn to love yourself, and how do you know when you love yourself? How do you know when you don't love yourself? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because self love is 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 the it's key. Yeah, you know, um, and that's that, that, that. If you could understand how to love and appreciate yourself, then your interaction with everybody else is going to change. Even Bro, if just slightly. Yeah, so, so so that's a deep thing, right? Because growing up, 
external approval and social acceptance hmm. it's our damn our t- in our top five priorities growing up as teenagers and kids right like we care about fitting in the cool crowd mm-hmm. of being liked and loved by people it's, it's kind of just like that's just how i don't um that's just how we treat each other like we like like we teach each other to um value other love opinions from other people Okay, mm-hmm. and when I say a love, I mean opinions, mm-hmm. perspectives, um, yeah, like external, but like we, 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 we teach each other to appreciate external validate, um, validation and how we teach it, um, we, um, each other that is how we diss each other when we disagree with something, right? With what you're wearing or how you look, whatever, like we make you feel bad because you're not like this, right? Mm-hmm. So, because I, I don't like to say society does this because we are a part of society, mm-hmm. human beings, it's only us. Us, like male and, and female, right? So, like, so, so we right. think. So we are society, right? So we right? think. So hit me up. So, um, Bruh. right. So, <laughs> so, because the male ends out there. <laughs> anyway, so, so, just so y'all uh, know. You know, uh, how, well, we, we, what is he doing? Is that the rock time you're doing now? Okay. Huh? What's happening? He believe in aliens too, man. They exist. Illuminati. What? They, they, they humans. Illuminati ain't no aliens, man. What the fuck is happening? (laughs) So I was saying, um, pretty much I'm saying, you know, we teach each other to value external validation over valuing ourselves. Again, remember we was having a conversation about in education, they need to teach more like life Mm -hmm. skills things. So the thing is, most people, like that's difficult to break from. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we grew up valuing the opinions from of our parents, of our friends, of our teachers and stuff. And like no one's really explicitly teaching you to love yourself. You get what I'm saying? Like you right. get like like we get rewards. There's a award ceremony for good grades. There are award ceremonies for who had the best album. There were there, there are all these there are all these different events but when you please other other people you get what I'm saying you, but you live to make your parents proud yeah and, and you end up living to make people like like you yeah. right so I don't um Damn. you get what I'm saying so it's like like that's a process too right that's it's like you understand that okay this is how the world is I get it right I've I've been socialized this way but I need to I need to fix that right. I need like you, we have to understand that confidence and self love is deeper than how we look or how well we do something right it's like finding peace with ourselves in relation with the world right like I appreciate myself first thanks mom thanks best friend thanks teacher but like I'm proud of myself first Right. Um, and I mean, and I guess it could just start with affirmations, like telling yourself this, having these conversations, and realizing what's happening in the world. Like it's a process. Like it's it's a it's a for real process of self exploration and reflection, and to to to, eat, to realize it. Yeah. Right. And, and that again. So <laughs> to understand the journey of that process, and just understanding mm-hmm. the process, and I can't say in its entirety because I'm realistically still going. Still, yeah, we all it's forever. You know what I'm saying? For me, it was a, a switch just one day, or this a series of events took place. I'm just like, all right, cool. I need to do this. I need to me too, bro. Shape and just kind of do things. Let me get out of this fucking lane. Let me get off the interstate real quick. Let me take this side serves road and let me just ride real quick. Let me take the low road or whatever because I need to get shit right. 
because my car's going to blow up if I keep on the fucking interstate going this speed. It's just not right. So how do you get to the point, you know, to uh, not even like how do you get to the point, but just for another person, I guess, or one of us that, when do you start that journey at? And, and, and then when do you start to, the journey to, to self-love? To self-love. Because it's so tough, bro. It's, it's, I don't know. I literally couldn't pinpoint what it took for me to just be like, God damn, you know, that shift the mentality. And then with that, it's like once I got to that point, to keep it going and to just constantly just try to find things about myself to, I guess, better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To try to eliminate all the toxic shit, to try to eliminate as much of the, the negative shit about myself as possible. Mm-hmm. Like that. And even to this day, it's, that's a process. It's something that's really, it's not hard. I mean, it's not, it's not easy to do at all. It's really yeah. So it's on multiple levels, Dad. Like it's not, it's not just on like this, this deep emotional stuff. It's about, like you, you, you can you can take into consideration what we eat, right? Like if you truly love yourself, you're gonna be cautious about what you put into your body. Mm-hmm. If you truly love yourself, you're gonna be cautious about the information that you put into your your brain. Like when you watch toxic stuff on social media, instead instead of reading a book that might be helpful, right? Like your um like your friendships, your relationships are reflections of how you value yourself. So who your girl is, who your friends are. You get what I'm saying? Like all, all of these are steps that you can take. Being being strategic with the friends you make, being careful with the food you eat, being careful with the information that you put into your um to your mind. Like how, how I wake up every day. I that's that's this like six minute um motivational video compilation that's 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 put together on YouTube, and I listen to it every morning because it just like it just puts me in a certain mood. Like that, being disciplined to do that every day is a reflection. And I'm not saying that I do it every day, but like this is one of the tactics that I have because I love myself, mm-hmm. right? I could get up because we have a habit of just getting up and just go straight to social media. Another thing, another uh-huh. thing you can do is like the first hour of the day and the last hour of your day dedicated to yourself because, you know, in the middle of the day, you're reacting to everything. In the middle of the day, you're reacting to what you, what people need for work. You're reacting to what your girls saying. You're reacting to what your parents need, what your friends need. But the first hour of your day, like dedicate that to yourself. Like no, don't check emails. Like I'm not checking emails from um, supervisors. I'm not answering phone calls for clients. I'm not doing none of that. The first hour of the day, if you're gonna listen to music, if you're gonna shower, if you're gonna exercise, let that be yours. And the last hour of your day, um, like just before you're about to go to sleep. Like, cause I, I, I'll get in the habit of, oh, my, my, my supervisor just texted me and I have to email her back. Like, no, Nick, because I love myself. I'm not going to respond. I'm, I'm going to spend this last hour the way Nick wants to spend it. Mm-hmm. So like, I, again, I can't pinpoint it or where you start, but these are techniques. Just, yeah. You get what I'm saying? That, that, and, but that might be it. Just introducing those different ideas, those different scenarios, yeah. those different situations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And just put it out there in the world. Like, let them all fucking know. Like, this, yo, if you feel a certain type of way. Feel this way, you feel that way. You got this thought, that thought. Yeah. Hey, think like this. Try yeah. this. Try yeah. this. Try yeah. This. Bro, when you, you love yourself, those, you're gonna make decisions. Out there. That's, that's dope. That's, just, that's a good. Approach, yeah. Just making, you know, you just because because you love yourself, you're gonna make decisions that are ultimately in your favor, in your best interest. Like, and I'm not saying, and it takes discipline, like on a mental, physical, and emotional level. Like, pizza tastes so good, right? But this, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But and I got this from um. Will Smith actually said it. Y'all know I like Will Smith a whole lot. Um, he said it once. Because, like, um, 
you know, self-love and self-mastery, right? Like, I know you want this piece. I know it's going to be good, but you're going to feel bad about it afterwards versus, you know, eating something that's going to make you full and, you know, and ultimately better for you. Like, it's, it's stuff like that. It's not, you know, finding self-love is not like just, I mean, it's deep, but it's not like just super deep answer, right? It's, 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 a, it's a, a bunch of things that you do. And it's part of the surface level, but that's usually the hardest shit in the world. Yeah. Because it's always right there in front of you. Mm-hmm. You're just like, you're constantly looking over it. You're constantly passing it up. <coughs> a lot of times, by the time you realize, like, oh, damn, self-love right there. Mm. Right. Oh, right. And so when you do these things that I'm talking about, it's going to carry over into Almost you, le- like, like that you, like, yep. right, you're going to start to care less about other people's opinions um, when, when it comes down to real situations, like what you wear or what are you going to do and stuff like that. When, if you do these, like, small things, like dedicate the first and last hour to yourself, be careful what you eat, um, be careful with, with your friendships. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's stuff like that that's going to carry over into some deep shit, like, <laughs> I, I I hear what you're saying and I respect your opinion, but listen, this is how I value myself. But thank you for your opinion. I don't think I'm ugly, but that that put an idea in my head okay. that I really want to ask you because you you know both of y'all go different places. Do y'all think that because you said something about like you know people judging you from what you wear and stuff like that? And I noticed like after Katrina, like when you go other places, it's kind of different. Like it's like in New Orleans, like you gotta dress a certain way. You gotta wear a certain thing. Like if you ain't got G Nikes on, then you know you ain't cool or whatever. And it's like when you go other places, like people be cool and they got on feet lies. Cause it's all right. What's happening in New Orleans is we get into the point where the culture is expanding and the influence, and, and that's really what it is: influence and exposure. And that's some shit we talk about. It's like a running theme on this podcast: is the influence and exposure. So if you notice the change, right, that was prevalent. That whole thought process, that mentality was really prevalent in the city before Katrina, right? Mm-hmm. You had the, it was you a had, standard yep. of just style, gear, swag, whatever, whatever. Once we all left the city and got exposed to just different shit, a different way of life, or just experienced different things, because you, you notice that there is no standard of how to dress would also attribute it to that is social media because now I can literally be posted in my living room in fucking Met, seeing the newest trends in fucking Colorado, California, New York, whatever, whatever. It's all in my hands now. You know what I'm saying? It's 2005. You can go there prepared. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or you can be here prepared. You can see some shit and just be like, man, I'm about to switch the drip on one of these motherfuckers. Like, exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, and with it, I think today with social media, it's like social media has opened up the Pandora's box to just creativity and, and I guess the the respect for an individual's creativity, right? So mm-hmm. what you get is you get a lot of people, you, you get to see mm-hmm. his drip from wherever he mm-hmm. at. You get to either copy the shit verbatim or you could take bits and pieces of his style, bits and pieces of her style, bits and pieces of this idea, that idea, <sighs> and you can make it actually happen. You can, you know, you can do that today. So I think like with the city, what basically happened was just that the exposure became more of a realistic thing than it ever was. Yeah, I disagree. But no, I agree with that part, but I'm saying um, when you said that you feel like it's different. I think that in other places, people, especially teenagers, what just young people are dealing with those same types of pressures. I think that New Orleans, we have our culture 
we bring us there's a certain arrogance with our culture. So yes, when, it when, is. When we do visit other places, we could care less about their pers- their opinions true. on us. And I think it's more of a dad type of thing. But I think the teenagers in um, Colorado are dealing with the same type of pressures of, of, of um, approval of other people of how they look. True, I can only like imagine what that's like with social media these days. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I don't know. I think you're right though. Like my fucking shorts, you can see my kneecaps. <laughs> this is busted. Right, <laughs> but, but ten years ago? Oh no, ten, ten years, years ago? ago? No. Mm-hmm. And you gotta think like, but again, fashion changes. I, I think you know we're arrogant. Like we um like people appreciate how New Orleans people dress. So when we go other places. Like we're more so noticed than judged. Man, is it is it the, the is it the way we dress or is this the fucking attitude that comes? With it's the oh, walk. Man. It's the walk is everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like cuff our jeans. Y'all still cuffing jeans? I was about to say they still cuffing jeans. I cuff my shorts, nigga. Check me out. Yeah, I cuff my shorts. I'm about to say shorts is different, but I jeans. Think I think it's I both. Because I, I, like, I think like I think New York people. I think it's both though, because I think other like um fashionable cities have the same arrogance we have. Like, you know, people from New York or whoever, whoever um, Californian people dress really nice. So I think they take um, their confidence to other places too. But ain't nothing like yeah, us. But again, I got maybe, what, maybe we look at it like this though. Maybe there are X amount of influencers and everybody else is trying to follow. So if you are of the influencing culture, like the city, like the New Orleans or the New Yorks or the Californians or not I'm saying cities, but the Los Angeles, the Bay Area, shit like that. If you are of the influencing culture, then we have these conversations because for us, it's the damn that second nature. It just come easy. We throw some shit on. We exactly. Fresh. Damn, mm-hmm. That's the point. Like New Orleans is more culturally inf- influential than other places. And that's, it is. Yeah, and that's, it is. That's what contributes to our arrogance when we go other places, right? So, yeah, because you feel like they ain't fucking with us. Right. But I guess like going back to like what you originally asked, I mean, maybe it seems like uh, you know, th- there was a certain standard in the city for just you got to wear a certain thing. I think that it's still that. Oh, it I is. Think it's a certain thing. I think it's a a, a, a certain look or a certain. Mm. Uh, yeah, they all look like little Uzi Vert now, yeah, little I mean, weirdos. I it's, it's something certain, like cause I don't dress like that. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm fresh, but I be feeling like that. my attitude would just be through. <laughs> It's all together, just the way the person wears it, like fucking Nick Folk right now. You know what I'm saying? I could like, guarantee you, like, like, like simple as shit. I feel the same way. Like, I, I'm know, about to I, say, I, I am feeling that sweatshirt. I grab <laughs> jeans and I like to grab some fucking new, like one of my new bags and shit. Like, I ain't trying to be fresh, but realistically, once it all came together, I'm just like, man, I'm, yeah. But that's just me and myself, and I don't know if that's my environment or just whatever. Um, I think fashion is a big deal in New Orleans. I think fashion is a big deal. Unintentionally, though. Unintentionally, I, I yep. You think about the influences that exist here. You know what I'm saying? I guess on a bigger scale, we like we talk about now. It's like what's the what's what, what's the difference between like why, why is New Orleans always had that whole attitude of like you gotta wear this, you gotta wear this, you gotta wear this? Because realistically, like that's the mentality in New Orleans, just whether we had it or not, and it's fucked up. But like you just gotta be fresh in the city. Yeah, like at all times. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about every holiday, every second line. You gotta get an outfit, like. But that, like he said, that's just here. 
Because other places, no, son, what, what really made me realize that was after Katrina when I was in Dallas and I was talking to some people about something because I don't remember what it was. But I was like, yeah, I got to go get an Easter outfit. And they was like, what you going to get an outfit for for Easter? You, you, you getting something nice to wear to church? And I thought about it. I'm like, man. Just in the city where we glorify certain shit. Well, see, we party all the time, so it's always in my mind that we got to get ready because we might... Yeah, I just look at it. I think I think fashion is a part a part of the seasoning of New Orleans culture, right? Like it's food, it's music. Yeah, you feel me? I just think like it's just a part of the seasoning of the culture. Like it's just another component, another element to what makes us who we are. Like it's it's music, it's it's it's, it's how we dance, it's um the food. It's the activities, the how the we talk. Like it's, it's it's just that's just a part of the culture, and it may not be as important to everybody, but just as a culture, fashion is something that's important. You get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's 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 highlighted. So that, that's that's really uh, um I don't I don't think it's something super deep, right? It's just like you know we appreciate blindness. Yeah, I you give know? it and that, I, and not not just us, but I think other people appreciate. Yeah. You know, and then I think you know what it probably comes down to, just underlying. When you come from the bottom, I think that's kind of the, the one way to initially, the first way to just kind of make yourself feel better about everything. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You come from poverty and shit like that, and you just really just a project. Like, in the reason the world for niggas to be from the projects to just have the fresh mentality if you want to be realistic about it, but. That's the case all the way across the like just around the world. You know what I'm saying? So just with this city being like projects, like I, I know I came from the projects, like I know you know just like I know my upbringing, whatever, whatever. But just that mentality of like, damn, I came from the bottom, but I refuse to look like it. Yeah, again, I just think that like that that oh that, that, that sound like some deep shit. Yeah, that's right what I'm there. saying. I'm thinking about again. I think that's a part of just approval just on a more macro level right just like as as a as a like as far as people of poverty still looking good is being a part of what's going on right mm-hmm. like 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 people with money are able to wear these type of brands and 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 it's, and, and it's flashes on tv it, it gets thrown in our face with with through music and, and movies and videos so it's like we still want to be a part of that mm-hmm. and even though we can't afford it like i want to be a part of it so we make um poor decisions just to feel a part of that just how you know in an environment where you know you with your peers you may make a decision that's not in your best interest just you may not be able to afford to be out um, for a weekend you know what i'm saying and you may participate in an activity just so you can be a part of what's going on when really you can't afford to be here you should you should be home so i just think poor people like you get what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. the, the, the culture of people of poverty spending money on Clothes and looking good is still just a, a want, wanting that approval and being a part of nigga, what's going on. It go back to the fact that she couldn't afford a car, so she named, named her the daughter, daughter Alexis. Alexis. T would love that. Right? Mm-hmm. My dog T. Shout out to T. Like, Without some ones that's, that's clean, clean and a shirt with a team, team. Oh, it seems we the American that's dream. Real. The people high up got the lower self esteem. Shout out, shout out to old Kanye. Shout out to backpack Kanye. May he rest in peace. <laughs>
We all self-conscious. I'm just the first to admit it. Yes, so yes, we yes. all self-conscious. Like even, been going on. no, even, even, yeah. right? At, at all levels, we, we care about approval. You get what I'm saying? So, and I really think that that's something that, that probably just goes back to almost, I guess, like that slave mentality. I guess we're still trying to come up out of it, though. Some of us get it, so, you know. Cause it's there. Them, you know? Oh, it's there. Especially once you start reading about it, it's there, and you see it. And then what yes. happens is the the world is pushing that shit back on us, and without the knowledge, they're gonna get us again. And it's just it's funny to watch when you understand. And I don't know how many people like get the certain shit that's happening. Or if you are just conscious of the way social media, especially mm-hmm. like certain shit is set up, we 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 almost, and I guess that's why, like with the podcast, I feel so just, I feel really good to be able to have these conversations because if ain't nobody talking about it, don't nobody know about it. Mm-hmm. And there comes a time when don't nobody know about it, the shit that you don't know, like, I can't think of the saying, I just had it on the tip of my tongue. But if you don't know, bound to repeat that shit you know and that's and listening to what you're saying and i think about that's when the importance of self-love really is important right it's because we don't love ourselves on a deep level like we need that's 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 the purpose of that song and like you know we need these brands to make us feel good inside right and that's listen that's hard i don't blame people i'm not blaming Poor people. I'm not blaming black people. I'm not blaming people who, who want to be a part of what's going on. That's a difficult thing to escape. That's a difficult mentality to escape. Um, but when you ask how do we, you know, how do we get there? It's you know, it's it's recognizing that like ultimately this is not. They're not important. I like. I remember like this book I read called The Shack, and this guy he was having this um, conversation with Jesus. And in the conversation, Jesus was like, you know, you guys were created for relationships. And that's one of the things I realized, like, relationships are the most important thing about life. Mm-hmm. It's not clothes, it's not cars and stuff like that. Like, what if you had, had all, all of that stuff and you were the only human on earth? Right. It, only, it only works so you can show it to other people. Exactly. And you know it's going gonna, it's gonna, um, to have some kind of reaction out of them. But it's positive or it's hate. And that's what, and that's what social media makes a killing at. Because, pe- yep, people, people don't care. Because attention is just attention. We, but the thing is, we all are part of it. You know, yep. I'm, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, you know, I like to be fresh for myself. But, you know, I like compliments. I like, oh, no when, you know, I appreciate it. Like, if, if anything, if it, it does give me some reinforcement of, I made a good decision. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? But like, ultimately, like I'm secure. Whether no one would have complimented me all day, I would have been okay. But it does add something to it. But the thing is, it's okay. Like I understand a person who does get dressed and need the compliment from other people. I'm not saying that that person is immature or that person needs to work work on themselves. Like I get it. Mm -hmm. You know, I've just been through the process of escaping that. And what and still going through that, or just further along than that person mm-hmm. who, I, who I'm talking about. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? 
Yeah, that shit hard. You probably read that extra chapter and they just one chapter behind you, man. I don't know. We could we could fucking talk about this shit, this type of shit <laughs> all night. Realistically, I mean, I I like the fact that we having a dialogue mm-hmm. in general. Just that's part of the solution. Just keep yeah. talking about it, bro. And for we get enough of us to listen to it, like then we'd be straight and we could fuck around, sit around, have these conversations. You know what I'm saying? We could really do or make some change or at least make the possibility because it's going to change me individually right and hopefully like y'all too like we having these conversations but when i leave y'all like my mind is going to tell me like i can't just be talking about it i legit got to practice what i preach you get what i'm saying i I, like i care about being influential in a positive way um to my peers and just just people right so i have to i have to live what i'm talking you get what i'm saying so it's Mm -hmm. real what i'm saying i'm not just Mm -hmm. trying to be a preacher but like right. I'm really like this. Cause then after a while it just sounds right. like noise. Right. Cause ain't nothing happening with. You right. know what I'm saying? So like I mean, you can make as much noise as you want to. Right. What you're doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's kinda I guess where my head is into. Mm-hmm. And I like to have the conversations because I'm the person that I'll pound shit into my own head. I'll say shit out loud a bunch of times. I'll write shit down mm-hmm. just to make sure I do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just to make sure I act on it. Just to make mm-hmm. sure like I got I'll admittedly <laughs> I procrastinate. I'm a fucking procrastinator mm-hmm. on a lot of different shit. Certain shit I don't procrastinate at all. Mm-hmm. But to combat my own procrastination, I mm-hmm. put shit out into the world on purpose. So if you mm-hmm. hit me saying some shit too many times, you gotta know it's coming. Because mm-hmm. I'm that person. Like if it's not coming at all, I ain't saying shit about it. But if I believe in it or myself or both, which is mm-hmm. most of the case for me, I gotta put it out there in the world. I, mm-hmm. I can't be the person to just not say some shit or not speak on some mm-hmm. shit just because I know like me speaking it Mm-hmm. is validation for me personally I gotta get my own like self-validation for me is the most important yeah. shit so like, yeah. if I can put it out there in the world like now I owe myself this shit I'm proud of you for doing it like I ain't just, like I told Adam like yo I got this for you just cause I told him that and I know I said it out loud I'm holding myself accountable for that mm-hmm. first and foremost I ain't even looking at Adam to come back at me like yo you said this cause right. I know I said it initially right. so by me saying it I gotta hold myself to that fucking standard right. and that's kind of what I personally just started you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and just having that mentality for me, just like solve me and move on from there. Just mm-hmm. that makes life a lot easier to live. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That makes making decisions and interacting and just mm-hmm. different shit just so much easier. Cause yeah. fuck, when I get dressed and who I be happiest with first, my damn self, I be in a mirror geeked up like, ha, we did it real easy. It's important. And then when I, when I try, like if I go buy an outfit or something, I try and like, I really feel like I'm, Drippy as the kids say, whatever. Like I'm, I'm amped. Mm-hmm. So I go out and like I get one compliment or some shit like that. Oh, you like my shirt? I win the night. I mean, I won the night before I left my house, but I really won the night just off one because like, like just me, I validated myself perfectly. Mm-hmm. What y'all cracking jokes about? Trip boy, I was talking about my brother. Did I said something like, "Lord, nigga, I sound thirty. I had to hang out the phone. I said thirty old shit this morning, bro, my brother." That's how that's how it begins. Actually, I was born like between ten and eleven. I don't know which time I was born. I know I was born on Wednesday. I hate this nigga. I hate this nigga. Nine in the morning. You text my mama. That nigga said he pulled the phone out and everything. <laughs> he really pulled the phone. Let me text my T to see what time. Hey, nigga, you take my mom to shoot you, bitch. Don't check my mom. That's I'm, and I'm happy you like that, bro. I'm proud of you. And the thing is, you know, 
what we wear, that's just like fundamental, right? Um, as far as establishing self love, you know, like that's 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 a part of it. You know what I'm saying? But you, it's being comfortable with decisions and being comfortable with who you are on a deeper level. You know what I'm saying? Like how we look, like that's that's you know that's surface. That's you know that's only going to get us but so far. Mm-hmm. But when you get in a relationship and you get to know people and people learn your character, like you know, it's important to you know find confidence and comfort in that. You know what I'm saying? Not just in how we look. But you know, yeah. you know, having you get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I, I think when you don't have the confidence, I think that shows a hell of a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like just going into different situations, relationships, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like when you when you don't believe in yourself to a certain extent, I think mm-hmm. people can see that. Mm-hmm. And I think to certain in certain instances, especially with women dealing in those types of interactions, I think that's a turnoff, and that could be risky. I was just thinking the same thing. Right? Like, that could be risky. That's, that's you know, like, uh, oh shit. Because yeah. I'm looking at like chicks, like. If I don't feel like you got a certain level of confidence, like I kind of don't want to have a conversation with you, and I'm going because I'm going to put off so much energy just with my confidence, arrogance, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to put that off, and I want I want to know that we can we can go back and forth and really really enjoy each other to the max. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Not saying if you're not confident, like I can't talk to you, whatever, whatever. But I'm just saying if you got to come meet me up here, and I ain't got the the, the toxic confidence and no shit like that but like i just believe and i'm i'm gonna be optimistic and i'm going I'm, I'm gonna want the best for whatever we could potentially have going on you know what i'm saying i just need to, i need you to meet me there you know what i'm saying just have the mentality to meet me there, have the confidence to know that yo we're gonna get it popping on like a major level we're gonna be the bentley of friendships relationships whatever whatever right. you know what i'm saying and again i think if, if you don't depending on who you're talking to you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying if you don't possess those qualities of you don't possess that 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 confidence in a high enough that or at a high enough level then that shit could 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 end up bad i agree i'm on the same page um i understand and i respect people struggling with confidence and loving themselves i just think that you know i'm at a certain level so you know i think it'll work it'll be an easier relationship to um meet someone Meet, meet me where we at. Yeah, meet where I'm saying. Yeah. Meet you where you at. Yeah. Meet me halfway. Yeah. I'll be here still. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh-huh. So you put it in wedding. Man, he did it on purpose. He made him a wedding hit for New Orleans. So, I don't know, man. Uh, I feel like we could probably wrap it up. Um, I'm going to eat some food, bro. I want some tacos before it gets too late. I want some tacos, <laughs> too. You keep talking about truck. it, but tomorrow's Tuesday. Yeah, tomorrow's Man, I'm going to... I don't give a fuck. If I find this taco truck tonight, not, it's Taco it. Monday. Uh, So, yo, if you're listening, man, you know what I'm saying? I want you to hold your head up, stay strong, you the future. Love you yourself. Definitely, definitely. Um, I want to give a special shout-out to the homie Nick, to the homie Adam. He did. What up, Josh? With the rip, Josh came back on these bitches. Ooh, they whole rib My dog, real life cutting up on you hoes. You dig straight like that? Um, if you ain't know, man, if I ain't tell you, if you ain't pick up on it, I made third day. This is April 29th. You probably gonna hit this on May first or some shit like that, depending on how lazy Happy I feel. Again, bro. I appreciate that. Um, you know, I'm, let me see how this third shit work out. Hopefully, I mean, I ain't really got much of a choice. I'm, I'm hitting on <laughs> fuck. Uh. But yeah, man, I just 
Yo, um, shout out to Jay, shout out to T. Wherever they are. Yeah, I mean, T got a, T, me and T talked. All right. Jace pulled a, a, another fucking Jace. So it's where's Jace? Yeah, where's where Jace? Nobody ever knows. Yeah. Light-skinned niggas always doing light-skinned shit. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going bleach so I can find out. Fuck it. <laughs> you know, but yo, it's Family Mill Podcast, man. Uh, holla at your boy. <laughs>